Welcome back, sports fans. I'm your host, Jude, as always, and I know I'm getting here a bit late to my aftermath week five, but I had to digest the games, and well, honestly, sports has consumed my past, well, five weeks, because obviously the NFL, but obviously we have the MLB playoffs, you know, they're here, you know, the Dodgers, Giants, they're battling, obviously, the rest of the teams have made it to the NLCS or the ALCS, um, with their respective wins, we have, um, you know, hockey's back, the NBA is coming back. There's a lot that is happening. Um, so if it sounds that I've lost my voice a little, I do have to apologize because, well, I've been very excited because the Dodgers are playing very well. So, but I'm not here to talk about baseball. I'm here to talk about <clears throat> week five. Now, I think week five, and I, 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 I think this is an overall theme that we see every year. Week five is where we can really start to see the teams separate into their individual categories. You know, we, we, we can really start to see who are those legit teams who are, you know, they're, they're still going to be contending for a playoff spot. And then what teams are already looking till next year. Now, there's still some teams that you could say, well, you still have a lot of question marks. You know, I could say, look at the Bengals, look at the Vikings. Um, those two teams I can think of, you know, they're sitting in a position where they're not legit, but they're also not terrible, but I don't can't put them if they're contending for playoff spot yet. So it's a very interesting situation we're in, but for the most part, we're able to tell kind of what teams outlook is going to look like. And I think one interesting outlook that we really have to look at, and and, and you, we can make a whole podcast about this, but I really want to talk about them for a lot of this time is the Kansas City Chiefs, because I think it's very fascinating what has happened in the past few weeks with the Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, the Kansas City Chiefs, they started, they started hot, right? They, they looked very, very good, right? They had that Big win at home, week one versus the Browns. And then they started to kind of get a little shaky, you know? Then they lost to the Ravens. And then they lost to the Chargers. And then they picked up a win against the Eagles. And then this past Sunday, they had a a bad, bad loss at home versus the Bills on Sunday night. And the thing is, I've seen too many people on Twitter start to point fingers and say, well, this is Mahomes' fault. I do do think Mahomes has to take a little bit of accountability for the poor play of the Kansas City Chiefs. But I mean, if you look at the offense, the offense isn't really the problem. It's just defenses are starting to figure out how to play the Chiefs. And they brought up a good point on Sunday night. Look, you, you can't do anything about Travis Kelsey. You can't. I mean, he's going to get his yards. But the way that you slowly stop this Kansas City offense is where you just don't let Tyreek Hill get the big plays. And I think that's what we saw the Bills do on Sunday night. They eliminated the big plays. And more specifically, they eliminated the big plays between Tyreek Hill and Patrick Mahomes. Because to me, that's always a game changer. 
when Tyreek gets started, you, you can't stop him. So you have to stop him early. Like I said, there's not much you can do against Travis Kelsey. There's not a lot of safeties and there's not a lot of linebackers. Hell, I don't think there is a linebacker that has the ability for four quarters to shut down Travis Kelsey. I just don't think it's possible. I, I, I don't think there's a player out there that can do it. His size and speed is unreal. So I, I don't think you could do much. So why say don't point fingers at Patrick Holmes as well? Simply, you know, Patrick Holmes is still a phenomenal quarterback. He's still a top 10 quarterback, without a doubt. I mean, if you, if you, he's a top, you know, he's, he's in the five range. I mean, this dude is still legit. <laughs> and it's funny because I saw a take and I wanted to mention it, but the Chiefs are really playing like the Cowboys played in the first five games last year before the Dak injury. Am I wrong? They're fifth in passing yards, seventh in rushing yards, but they're also in first in points allowed. They're 29th in rush defense and they're 28th in pass defense and have a negative seven turnover differential, which ranks 31st in the league. This defense is dreadful. It is. It can't cover a fly. And that's what happened with Dallas. I mean, Dallas had this phenomenal offense. Dak Prescott was setting records every week, but the defense couldn't guard anyone. And so with defenses starting to figure out, I'm not saying that they've completely figured out the Kansas City offense because I don't think they ever will. But with them being able to neutralize certain players and neutralize certain attacks, the Chiefs are going to have to get a whole lot better on defense if they want to get anywhere. Right now they sit two and three. I'm not even confident they win the AFC West. I think the Chargers look dominant. We're about to get to them in a sec. But with... Sitting at two and three, look, the Raiders are a joke. And I'm going to talk about John Gruden in a whole different podcast because I, it's, it's, it's its own issue. But look, it, I know Denver's, you know, they're a little, they're, they're a little shaky right now. But man, it, I, right now, the way that the Kansas City Chiefs are playing football, I just can't see them win this division. And, I, and right now, I can't see them making any noise in the playoffs. And it seems crazy to say, but... We just saw what the Bills did to them. We saw what the Ravens did in week two. We saw what the Browns did in week one, even though they lost. I mean, if the Browns run it back, I think they beat the Chiefs right now. They beat the Chiefs. Home or away. So that's all I got to say on that. I think the Chiefs are a little bit of a panic situation. I do think to me there is a panic situation. I think there is. Okay, so my favorite part of this podcast is going to be talking about this man, Justin Herbert. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it must be really painful, really, really painful to be a Miami Dolphins fan. I, I, I'm just being straight up. It must be really painful. Justin Herbert this season... Has thrown for already 1,500 yards. He has 
13 touchdowns, three interceptions, and is averaging a rating of 104 in the past five games. I mean, the dude is crazy. Look, I I will be, and I don't want to sound cocky, but I will be, I will say that I'm one of the people that saw Justin Herbert coming into this draft and said, well, I don't get why he's getting so much hate. I think, I think this whole thing of, oh, he's too tall. He, he's not going to be able to, he's just going to be another Cam Newton. I thought that was a bunch of BS. And now obviously I'm right about that. But not in a thousand years did I think Justin Herbert was going to be playing at this level this soon. I mean, he is top five in MVP right now. I'm sorry. It's it's just incredible. And it sucks. It sucks that the Chargers do not have a huge fan base because this dude is a superstar. He is a superstar. And it's just sad that they do not have a fan base and they will never get a home atmosphere because, man, man, this dude is good. <laughs> this dude is good. And that's all I got to say. I, that's really all I got to say. I, I don't want to go further into it because he still has a lot of football to play. But I think, I mean, I have to say it. Herbert is that dude. He is that dude. And like I said, man, this Chargers team is dangerous. The way he's playing, the way Austin Eckler's playing, the way the defense has come, the way Brandon Stanley Staley has coached this team. I don't, I don't see why they, they don't run away with the AFC West. I, I just don't see why they don't. And they're playing good teams. So it, it makes it 10 times better that Justin Herbert is doing this at a high level. Plus, against some of the best competition in the NFL right now. Man, he's that dude. A few other notes I took away, and it, this is a quick one. You got to feel bad for Lions fans. Just like I feel bad for Miami fans because, man, they, they passed on Herbert. But Lions... <sighs> My heart goes with these Lions fans, man. I, I, I don't know when it's going to end. And I, and I could not tell you. I mean, they've lost multiple games this year because of last-minute field goals. And, I mean, all honesty, they should be 2-3, and 3-2. Three, three and, you know, I mean, this is a good football team. Their record does not define who they are. I'm sorry. They, this is not an 0-5 team. It's not an 0-5 team. And, man, Dave Campbell, I mean, it... <laughs> He loves that team, and you could tell that he loves that team, and I, and I, I think the players respect that. But, man, I mean, <laughs> I just don't know what to say. I, I mean, it, it, it must be really tough. And I'm not trying to say that in a sarcastic way. Like, I, I am genuine when I say it must be really tough to be a, a Lions fan. I'm sorry. Kickers had a brutal week this week. 25 total missed field goals, 12 field goals, and 13 point uh, extra points. I mean, God could... <sighs> you just wish kickers would be better. Because honestly, I, I'm going to point to one game, the Bengals-Packers game. I mean, that, that's a game where neither team lost that game in my book. The kickers lost the game. The, 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 the Bengals played exceptional football. The Packers played exceptional football. Joey B looked phenomenal, or he looked good. Good. I'm not going to say phenomenal. Um, but I got to give the Bengals a lot of credit. I think they finally found their future and they finally found their quarterback and they finally found the second coming of A.J. Green. Not that he's replication of A.J. Green because I, I don't think he is, but man, Jamar Chase is good. Jamar Chase is good. And I know there's a lot of criticism coming into this year about, oh, well, Jamar Chase, he can't even, he can't even see the football. How's he going to catch it? Well, he has a touchdown in every single game this year. 
and he is he he is messing up some corners this season. He is messing up some corners this season. Uh, the final thing I, I, I want to walk away with, actually two final things. Uh, the Broncos and Panthers have had back-to-back weeks of bad losses. And the reason I bring that up is because I know I made a podcast a few weeks ago about the 2-0 teams and if I would buy or sell. And man, I, I don't say that you should take my gambling advice, but um, <laughs> that is one you should have taken because it, I, I don't see how it gets better right now. I mean, the Broncos, they're dealing with a bunch of injuries. Um, their schedule is going to get tougher. And then the Panthers, on the other hand, I mean, after the Dallas game, I was like, well, you know, I mean, you know, Dallas, they're, they're a good team this year. They're a legit team. Uh, Yeah. It's tough to win on the road there, but then they lost to the Eagles. And I said, well, okay, maybe this team is fraudulent. I, I, I just can't, you, you can't lose to the Eagles. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can't. And especially in a game like that, where you had it won, it wasn't, it wasn't like the Eagles dominated you. You had the game won, and then you choked it. You, you just cannot do that. You cannot do that. Um, but the final thing I wanted to wrap up on is my apologies to Josh Allen. I I owe Josh Allen an apology. I I'm sorry. I I thought, you know, that I and I and I spoke too soon. I, I I'm not saying that I was ever like, oh, Josh Allen isn't going to be the an MVP candidate this year after Week One. But I did have a couple concerns because I said, well, that's a Pittsburgh team that isn't as good as we thought. And he's struggling versus that team. How is he going to do anything? And then he goes into Kansas City Sunday night and just completely demolishes the Kansas City Chiefs. So my apologies to Josh Allen. He's a phenomenal quarterback. He's a top five MVP candidate right now. Um, So my apologies, Josh. My my apologies, and I'm very sorry. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. I'm going to actually try to get two more podcasts out before we get into the in the box. I think there are two topics I really want to talk about. Obviously, the John Gruden situation, which is just exploded in the recent days um, for, for good reasons. Um, and then... I, I think Trevon Diggs needs a podcast, (laughs) but we'll get more into that later. Um, Anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jude, signing off. Peace.